The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, March 19th. It's a beautiful day. Well, it's going to be raining like mad outside today, and that's beautiful. We need it. And we'll be talking about water later on today's show with Mike Ogney with usafishing.com and the Golden State Salmon Association about a plea to the governor about saving our salmon this year. We'll be talking more about that. And I guess a plea to our director of fish and wildlife also that we need to save them. Last year we lost so many fish because of warm water. This year we may have less water for the fish. Where do they stand in the priorities? Where are all those animal rights groups? Where are all those people that didn't want to see fish die? Well, I hope they stand up and fight for it, and I hope all of you will, too, after you hear what Mr. Ogney has to say later on today. Captain Zach Medinas is going to hook up with us. Captain James Smith, back on the California Dawn for the first halibut trip of the season today. We'll go live on board with him. Kent Brown's got a segment on nothing but bass fishing going on, tournaments everywhere. He'll tell you all about the big events taking place. Lenny LaPenta from Bucks Outboard's got some important information for you if you're ready to get out on the water. And with salmon season, the date has been named, and I'll let Ogney tell you the date. You'll want to get your boat in and out if you can in time. Make reservations now. If you haven't, you're probably going to miss it. But get them in fast if you need to, especially if you have a saltwater boat. There's attention areas that haven't been messed with when you head out for salmon that first trip. You might be the guy parked on the ramp for several hours, and you don't want to be him. Captain James Netzel's in the Delta chasing stripers this morning. Steve Carson hooks up with us on long-range fishing out of San Diego. Gary Irk is here live talking about local fishing lakes and opportunities close to home where you don't have to spend a lot of gas traveling to the locations. And, of course, we've got Travis Morgan from Guns Fishing and other stuff. And the editor of Western Outdoor News, Dave Hurley, joins us. But let's waste no time. Let's check in the man himself from the California Dawn and the California Dawn 2. Captain James Smith joins us live. Good morning, Captain. Well, maybe. Maybe I should push that button. It probably affect other side. Okay, let's push the button on that side. Now let's try Good Morning, James. Hey, that, that's that's magic. You find a 12-year-old to run the switchboard or what? No, that's 12-year-old is a 72-year-old. He's just got, you know, day off in here, and I forget where everything is around here. Hey, speaking of forgetting where everything is, did you forget where your big boat is? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, about 400 miles south of me right now, unfortunately. And about $100,000 behind, probably. Uh, no, probably add a couple more digits. Uh, add, a, add, a, add another number on, on top of that. Yeah. A little bit closer. Yeah, it adds up quick when you're putting together a brand new boat. Well, real quick, tell our listeners what's going on with the status of it, and then let's get into the halibut and the first trip out this year. Well, I uh, I got the boat. I'm, we, we left... Um, Newport Beach, and I brought the boat up to San Pedro. It's at 22nd Street Landing, and it's kind of an oddity. Get a lot of phone calls and pictures. Like guys are like, "What's your boat doing at this landing? Are you running trips?" I'm like, "No, no, we're we're getting her ready." So she is 
got a beautiful paint job. We've done tons of cosmetic work. The galley's uh, about three quarters of the way built. You know, all new Formica countertops, floors. I mean, stainless wall-to-wall stainless, brand new, beautiful appliances. The boat is immaculate, and I leave. Um, I'm going to leave here on the 25th. We're going to go down, button up some last-minute things, and then bring the boat home. I should be home sometime in early April with the boat, uh, looking brand new, ready to fish. So pretty excited about that. It's been well, it's been one heck of a journey, but uh, we finally got here. So I'm I'm stoked about it, and I can't wait to unveil it for everybody because uh, it's gonna it's gonna turn some heads down here. We've got Northern California speed and Southern California comfort. It's it's a winning combination. So I'm excited to to bring that home to everybody here in the Bay Area. Yeah, it should be the finest craft out there, no doubt about it. Well, James, today's an important date for you. You've been hearing all the reports and talking to a lot of your fellow guides and the friends out there on the water, but the halibut bite's been kind of poking along for quite a while, hasn't it? Yeah, and you know what? Funny thing, um, last year we didn't have these fish here. The draggers have not been getting fish. I got a sneaky feeling these things just slid in the bay. They're getting halibut all the way from Oyster Point all the way up to, well, clear up to Point Pinole, Carquinas Bridge. There's a lot of fish in the upper bay, a lot of shorts. There's tons of juveniles this year, <clears throat> which, again, looks good for next season. Uh, but the halibut here, the grade this week has gotten good and, you know, scores up to 24 fish a boat. Some of the smaller boats have been getting limits on the troll. So uh, I'm pretty excited about our prospects today. The tides aren't the best, but, uh, you know, we're, we're going to go give it a fair stab. There was a boat out here yesterday that had, you know, four limits on a, on a smaller boat. So a lot of opportunities to be had in the spring. Hey, it's what's happening right now. And uh, we're, we're all geared up, ready, ready to go. I got a boatload of people all excited to get the, to get the first album of the season. Are you going to be trolling uh, frozen baits? Or are you going to be trolling <laughs> lures? What are you going to do today to get the bite sparked up? Well, you know what? We got a, a combination. I got anchovies on the boat. We have frozen herring. I got some bay frozen herring. And uh, we got some uh, old school Sep Dodgers in the mix here, which, hey, you can't leave home without a Sep Dodger. Those things are still <laughs> still lethal even after you sold your company. Then Those things still fish good. So the halibut love them. So we got a, a bunch of those and uh, all rigged up for trolling. It's, it's all trolling this time of year unless you could source, you know, jack smelt or shiners, which are pretty scarce in early spring. But, uh, you know, we may end up resorting to some of those soon. It sounds like the bait company may be getting off to a little bit slower, a little bit later start. They bought a brand new beautiful boat. But uh, they're like me. They're in the middle of a work project with it. So I'll keep everybody posted on when bait's going to be available. We got our fingers crossed, hoping it's going to show up somewhere around here um, late April, early May. But, you know, who knows? Um, with, with things being hard to source right now, don't hold your breath on early bait. We're just going to get it when it shows up. Well, you know, I've seen uh, you guys fish early season with nothing but dodgers and lures and <clears throat> big grubs and everything else swinging around back there. So there's no doubt in my mind you're going to be hooking up. It's just a matter of being in the right place at the right time. And an experienced captain has the knowledge to be there. I just the right can't, get, I can't figure out the whole trolling halibut deal with Dodgers because I fished halibut with James multiple times and it's so, you know, let him take it, 
smack me in the head, quit being a bass fisherman, quit swinging the first time you feel one, you know, you're always chewing on it, always doing all this. Oh, I think the, the whole, whole I- trolling deal. Just the whole idea is to get a fish that's buried in the sand to look up, see something coming by, feel the vibrations from it, and have an impulse strike at it, just race up, hit it, and come back down. Am I wrong, James, or am I right? No, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, there are they are predators. And speaking of predators, them. somebody just ate James' the predator phone. There you are. You're back again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty much a top predator eating everything. Well, we cut their stomachs open this time of year. We find grass shrimp. We find mudsuckers. We find bullheads. We'll sometimes find anchovies, but not typically. So they are, they're looking for an easy meal. And, you know, that's what you're doing. You're basically tapping that bottom with that weight. We're not really, you know, hitting, trying to hit them with the weight or anything, but you want them to see that dodger. It gets their attention, and boom, they're ready to strike. They see the anchovy on the back end. And, and mind you, can't we're, we're trolling, so we're moving forward at like two, two and a half knots. So uh, when they strike a bait, they usually get that back treble hook that's stuck in the anchovy's tail, and that, that's how we fish them. So it's a, it's a proven method. It works good, and you could, you could put a number up if you're on them this time of year. So... Like you said, we're we're looking forward to the opportunity today. Finally getting out. Finally, no more paintbrushes. I tell you what, I couldn't be more excited about being back on the water again with a clean boat. Sounds better than pulling up that shredded anchovy and they go, "Well, you had one chewing on it. You yeah. pulled it away from him. You took it away from him." <laughs> if he just if he just, just pay attention there, do what I told you in the first I place. Know. Let I him know. load up on his own. I know it's impulse. Yeah, it's yeah impulse. I, I know. We don't, there's we don't a let imp- him chew on it. There's an impulse bite. And then there's an impulse strike as you set the hook back there. It's just an automatic spring that goes off, I have a feeling, especially in some people. Except it doesn't happen in women. They seem to pay attention. They're way more patient. They seem to pay more attention to the captains and do what they say instead of us macho guys that know everything. I'm not even going to go there, sir. Yeah, good idea. Real good. (laughs) Marilyn's looking at both of us through the window. I'm a dead man. Yep. Well, Captain, tell them the number, give them the information, and the folks, you got to get on board. I know that there's a couple of Penn Fishing University trips already set up with Senior Tuna, and Kent and I are going to crash one of them. James knows about it, but Tuna might not yet. We'll find we'll out. surprise him. Yeah, what the hell. That's what it's all about. Give them all the hookup info, James. It's great to have you back on the air. It's great to be out there chasing halibut, and I know there's people that need some right away, especially my wife. <laughs> Well, it's it's great to be back here, guys. Uh, the number here, the hookup number, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com, uh, also on Facebook and Instagram. Hey, I'll have a post up this afternoon, and uh, I'll actually post up the first halibut we catch of the year. So, like I said, we're excited about the prospects today and uh, open to put up a number. Hey, if you get into some action out there, give us a shout back. I don't know if I can jump to you live on the air, but at least Marilyn can give us an update on it. Okay, I'll do that. It's still a little dark out here, but uh, I will start getting into them. <laughs> I'll give you a call. That's right. It's an hour later and dark. It's going to start getting light around 7 o'clock this morning. Thanks, yeah. James. You yeah. have a great one. Welcome back to the real world, and we're all looking forward to the new boat, but I think a lot of folks are looking forward to getting a halibut right away. Take care, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn. All right, we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, Captain Zach Medina's chasing Delta Sturgeon with Gatecrasher Fishing right after this. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. 
planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips. Where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com hi this is seth to tell you about my favorite car deal dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at Ron Duprat Ford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Duckworth Boats, hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet, designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Lots going on out there in the fishing world. As long as we've got water, we shouldn't have any issues whatsoever. But uh, keep an eye on your water 
And uh, this big bulletin out from the governor about uh, how tough it's going to be. Here we are shaping up with a really, really, really bad drought year, according to a latest headings from the Golden State Salmon Association. Not good news for salmon unless our government uh, get behind it and wants to save those salmon. But I'll tell you what, one of the best fisheries that's going on right now is the obviously the sturgeon fishing. I got a report from Zach McDenis at Gatecrasher Fishing Adventures. Uh, just a couple of days ago, he was out with some great fishermen, California Striped Bass Association guys, Clyde Wand, you all remember him, Mark Wilson, one of the top striper fishermen in the Delta, and several other guys. I believe it was eight slot fish and an oversized for him. That's a pretty fair day for a bunch of guys on the boat. Let's go live to Captain Zach right now and find out what Gate Crashers is up to. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, how are you? I'm just amazed at that great day of fishing you sent me the photos of with Clyde and all the guys on the board of the boat. They had a great time, obviously. Yeah, it was really cool to finally get out and fish with them. I mean, I would have been happy to, <laughs> I would have been happy to fish for bluegill with them and pick their brain. You know, those guys have seen and done just about everything on the Delta and uh, get them out on the gate crasher and, and just show them like some of the different methods that we use and, uh, just doing it a different way uh, must have been fun for them. I know for me, hanging out with them was a blast. It was a, definitely a life goal, you know, and to, to see, like, Clyde, you know, Clyde's pushing the big 90, man, and for him to crank down on his own fish, fight an oversized, and after that he fought a slot fish, I was blown away. Yeah, I just told our, one of our board ops in the other room, I said, well, you want to go sturgeon fishing, let me know, but bring a couple of your buddies with you because your butt will be exhausted by the time you get it halfway to the boat. And I'm surprised that Clyde was able to do it, but you obviously taught him the right technique, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I taught him. I, I taught him the only thing I could teach him, which is my way. Um, you know, I, I don't sit there and watch the rod for a long time before I uh, crank down and set the hook. And uh, it was funny, man. I mean, I, I honestly I couldn't believe it. He was like a cobra flying right out of his seat. Boom on the rod, bang. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't believe it, Sap. I'm telling you, like you know, I we think about the ages that we are right now and. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm pretty inspired, to be honest. Well, he's pushing 90 years old, and he's still out there doing it with his cronies. More power to him. That's what it's all about. Well, Zach, the bite has been obviously very, very good. You guys, with your electronics, your skills, your knowledge, and the uh, history that you have of Sturgeon has certainly simplified. I'm not going to use the word simplified. You guys have definitely figured out the combination to get into the fish. There's no cha- There's not as much challenge as there used to be for these guys. And it's all based on experience and electronics and the availability of baits. What seems to be the bait thing, best thing going out there as far as baits? Is it still that smelly old row? Well, you know, if you have that smelly old row, I mean, that's, that's cool, you know, and, and, uh, if you could get some lamprey eel, that's, that's really good too. It's kind of funny. I heard that, uh, Washington is where all most of that stuff comes from. Right. And they closed the season for, or they didn't close the season, but they limited it to 10 days. And I think that's just the way the, uh, powers that be close the season and not have to get a bunch of backlash. I mean, 10 days, come on. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a strange period of time, especially when bait has been as tough as it has been defined lately. I'm sure you've seen some of the prices of baits. James Smith was talking about bait availability. Poor guys out there fishing stripers right now are tossing out uh, $20, $24 a dozen jumbo minnows out there. I bet you're pleased that you're using uh, lampreys, and they're they're still expensive, but that bait can be used over and over again, can't it? Uh, I don't know, you know, I mean, some guys <laughs> might fish it that way, not not this kid, you know, I, I played everything out for about 45 minutes, and then it's it's done. 
Well, that's a good way to go about it. I know guys that have probably used, I've used the same lamprey all day long in some cases. Maybe that's why I only catch one or two whenever I go Maybe out. it wasn't getting chewed on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe they didn't like it at Maybe all. Maybe you weren't getting any bites. Well, the other thing is that a lot of people use the ghost, use ghost shrimp, they use grass shrimp or whatever, and the availability of that hasn't been great easy or really accessible to everybody, but it's starting to pick up and starting to come in more. Are you seeing it in the shops, or do you even mess with the shops at this point? You know, I go into the shops to um, kind of support them as far as buying my supplies and stuff. But you know, because I do do this as my full time job, it's my living. I can't, I can't rely on anybody. I try to limit that uh, as little as possible. You know, I got to have things that are on hand, uh, run out the door with it, and uh, I can't get out of the bait shop and hear some chat about it's coming back at eleven. They'll be bait here yeah, at eleven. That's right. You know how that ends up. You know, your clients are there at six. That's just the way, that's just the way it works. Well, Zach, sturgeon fishing's obviously good, but you're not going to stay out there forever. You got to be dreaming about the salmon return. And it looks like it might be a pretty good return. And we've got a, a date finally set right after the first of April. So, uh, things are going to be popping here pretty soon. Are you going to make the move back to the fisherman's wharf? Well, we will be doing that soon enough, and we are taking reservations for halibut and, uh, you know, especially the days where we have excellent tides for halibut. And we're taking reservations for King Salmon, you know, with us being right there on Fisherman's Wharf. Whether it's halibut, we're to the bait dock before anybody else, or if it's salmon, we're out the gate just about before anybody else. So, uh, yeah, we're taking reservations for that, too. I'm, I'm like the rest of the guys. I'm getting super excited. But at the same time, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying this sturgeon fishing right now. It's beautiful weather, bluebird skies, and, you know, you don't have a jacket. Anytime you can go out there with a T-shirt or a sweatshirt on and catch a monster and get a tan at the same time, uh, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It makes you look like a hero, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, good times. <laughs> well, everybody on board is smiling, and when the captain's smiling, you know it's a good day on the water. Well, Zach, give them the hookup info they need to get more information from you and to get on board and share in some of the great action for halibut, king salmon, or maybe even the sturgeon, as long as it stays good. Yeah, for sure. You know, just about every day we've been getting a, a slot fish or an oversized for everybody on the boat. Um, pretty incredible fishing, you know, and as Seb said, we're all getting ready to move over to the saltwater soon. So if you really want to get out there and, and you know, fight one of these big monsters and see them come flying out of the water, uh, give us a call, 925-497-7171, or you can go on our website, gatecrasherfishing.com, also Instagram and Facebook. That number again, folks, 925-497-7171. Give them a call, get booked. And make sure you've got a spot on the water. Zach, thanks for hooking up with us. Have a great day with your clients today, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you for having me on the show. Captain Zach Medinas with Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures. That's going to be a fun trip. Chris, I want you to go on that trip. Board up in there. I want to see him burned out with a sturgeon. On a sturgeon. On the other end. Something yeah. pulling on him. And him going, somebody want to take this? Somebody want to <laughs> pass, pass this Chris off? Chris would not pass a rod off. And nobody's going to let him either. <laughs> we'll make sure the captain keeps everybody away at that point. Exactly. Well, Mr. Brown, I've welcome. I've never done that trip, by the welcome way. Welcome back to the real world and uh, goodbye. You're here for a short term and... Out of here again I, because of all these I damn am. bass tournaments? I, well, I am. I'm what actually, are these little Mickey Mouse tournaments that are happening now? Little derbies. Yeah, little derbies. Little derbies. Uh, yeah, there's going to be uh, a five-day outdoor show in Tulsa, Oklahoma, with Major League Fishing and the Red Crest, which is their championship. They're classic. And, uh, the so, big dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to be back there hanging out with all the guys and 
Um, I noticed you were talking to quite a few of them on the air this morning. Yeah, Skeet Reese, Edwin Evers, you know, Justin Lucas had a pretty good lineup today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's was, just We kind of brought in the A team because they're all qualified. And they'll be fishing uh, Grand and, Lake next week. And, you know, I, I heard in the conversations that they, they play mind games. No, not those guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. You know, they just wanted, since Edwin Evers lives in Tulsa, they wanted Edwin to know that they know that he is expected to do really well. So you you just apply that little bit of pressure. You know, you're the hometown guy. You fish grand all the time. You've won a Bassmaster Classic there. You're expected to do good. You want you just want that in that guy's head when he when he launches his boat. Man, I'm expected to catch him. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of works. How much of bass fishing in these big tournaments is a sight game? Um on game day, not a lot. Up to game day. A little bit. Kind of like boxing matches. Yeah, D. Thomas invented the game. The rest of us are just trying to catch up, uh, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. So no, that's how D, that worked. D's game <laughs> is a lot of four-letter words in the well, process. Well, he intimidated every all of us. It's like you could ask Skeet that this morning. You know, I mean, he intimidated all of us. When You know, I mean, he he was the most fierce competitor you ever met in your life. And, and uh, you know, the thing about D. Thomas invented flipping in all the – Every fishing hall of fame, he's, he's still in intimidating. Every one of them still intimidates every one of them. He's you know eighty something. He's I don't D. Know, Thomas on man. oxygen. Yeah, I mean he's just it's crazy. But. And the weirdest thing about D. Thomas, and not that I'm saying he's yeah. weird, is he and one of my buddies, one of my mentors Claude in fishing, Davis. Claude Davis, were best friends. Oh yeah, they were pals, and and uh, they'd cut the sides off a of crappie faster than anything. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, I mean just uh, just kind of cool. Hey, we got Wild West Bastro going on at Clear Lake this weekend. As I know, well. and they're getting some pigs. They really are. Twenty-two bags over twenty pounds yesterday, so that's pretty good fishing. How many? How many teams? Do there's they have out? there's, a, there's 150 fishing, uh, 100, 150 uh, pros and co's because uh, it's a pro am event. But uh, you know, pretty good, pretty good showing up there. A lot of the you know the biggest names in the West are up there fishing. So uh, it's you know what the big fish was, or what the big fish I, has I been up there lately. I, I saw a young lady in uh, Western Outdoor News or something had about an eight and a half. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention to what the big fish is, was there, but I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of you know six to nine pound fish being caught. I watched uh, your friend England's little video yesterday, yeah. and he's just gonna yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, and then I did I tell you I'm not coming back after Tulsa. Hey, you're going to be sticking around for another week. I'm going to Springfield, Missouri, for the World Fishing Fair. Uh, is that is that another all bass, or is this everything? It's everything except 100,000 people expected to uh, uh, converge on Springfield, Missouri, uh, for the 50th anniversary of Bass Pro Shops. But I mean, they're doing everything from you know Luke Bryan and Hank Williams Jr. concerts. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is going to be there. Martin Truex from the NASCAR side. You name a bass fisherman, and they're going to be there. And are they going to all uh, have spray some, bottles and a rag in their hands? I'm telling you, probably not. You know, but uh, but a few of us will. Sounds anyway, like so. a absolutely huge event. It's this a really big, big event. And, never uh, happened before. No, and 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 the proceeds, half the proceeds go back to conservation, which is very cool. Um, and they're doing uh, doing a lot of cool stuff with uh, with conservation at the event. So it's going to be fun. And uh, so yeah, I'm not even coming home after Tulsa. So. It'll be two remote on-the-road shows in a row, but we can pull it off. Oh, I don't think there's any question you'll pull that one off. I'm just wondering when you're going to find time to drop some lines in the water I, for yourself. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be home for a week, and then the next week I'm leaving for Clear, Clear Lake. Lake. I'm going to the One Bass California Open to fish. Ah, so. Mr. Irk, I'm sure you I'm, heard this. Get your schedule out. Yeah, I'm already I, – I, I, because my schedule's so tight, Sep, I'm, I'm actually already – 
loading the boat and pulling rods out and doing stuff uh, in preparation for a tournament that's nearly a month away. But I, it's, it's what you have getting to ready. Do. Yeah. So, uh, so looking forward to it. I've I'm, got, uh, I'm actually getting ready for some fishing too. I just got to wait for that boat uh, and that yeah. phone call from Mr. Blanton. Yeah, well, you know, that'll work. And I've got my, I've been, uh, I've, I'm installing my new, uh, uh, active target mm. on my Lorance. I want that for Clear Lake. So I've had one sitting on the bow of the boat for, uh, a month or so. And, uh, so I'm just getting around to, uh, to installing it. Actually, the whole bow of my boat's torn up right now because, I do still remember how to rig a boat. I just don't like doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Well, there's a lot going on for you, Bass Guys, and a lot of great opportunities. I understand the Delta's pretty good right now. Obviously, Clear Lake is pretty good, and I know Berryessa is very good for bass fishing right now. It really close, is. Close to home locations. You don't have to do a lot of travel. don't have to burn a lot of gas. And, and if our listeners want to go kind of see a, a really fun deal tomorrow, the Vista Del Lago um, High School Bass Fishing Club is holding their annual tournament out of uh, Browns Ravine at Folsom Lake. So their weigh-in will start at about 2.30 uh, out at uh, out at Browns Ravine. So you guys can go check that out. That should be fun. And Cast for Kids next weekend. Uh, still looking for some boaters as well. So you can go for, uh, for on the Cast page, and uh, they're still looking for a few boaters. Jay Yellis will be down, a member of the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame, and uh, they're doing all that at Folsom. They've moved that over to Browns Ravine as well. So. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, we better take a quick break right now because we've got a great segment coming up next with me. Huh, huh, huh. Can't we just run my segment a little longer then? Yeah, we probably could. Let's you. take a break right now. Come back with RVs and Destination. Then Lenny LaPinta, the wild man from Bucks Outboard, will join us live right after this. Stick around. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171, and learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up! When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street in Elkhorn Boulevard. West of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing 
allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. It's time for RVing and destinations sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. You know, before you take off and race out and buy that recreational vehicle you've always wanted, it'd probably be a good idea to think of some of the experiences you want to have or to take the family on. And will the camper, will the trailer, will the cab over... Will the fifth wheel, will it fit in where you want to go? Can you maneuver it where you want to go? Will it fit in the parking spaces at the campground that you're going to? Believe it or not, some campgrounds have restrictions, and many of our campgrounds are state parks that have a 24-foot limit to your trailer, and that's just to make sure you get your trailer and your tow vehicle in the same spot. But I'll tell you what, folks, you can eliminate some of the places that you may want to go by having a fifth wheel that is too big to fit in there. I had a 37-footer. There are 40-footers and probably longer, and some campsites only have maybe 30 feet of depth to park in. So you really have to consider that. That's just one little thing you might come across, but here's another little thing. A lot of campsites, campgrounds, RV parks, won't let you in if you have a recreational vehicle that's more than 10 years old because it doesn't look as good as the others in their park. Well, that's just another little thing that you might come across. So far, Marilyn and I, in our 40 years of marriage, we've had many mirage. We started off with sleeping in the back of a pickup truck. We ended up with a Class C Mini Mirage. Then we went to a Lance cab over trailer on a GMC truck. Then we went to an Airex motorhome, Class A, the whole bit, 30 feet, gas-powered. We thought we were moving on up. Then we went back to a Lance cab over after that big motorhome sat around and we didn't use it as much. And we traded in that Lance cab over on another Lance cab over. And then we bought a 37-foot fifth wheel to move out the Flaming Gorge Reservoir. Well, after using that for about five years, we decided to sell it and travel more. But we traveled with our truck towing a trailer so we'd have a vehicle when we got there. So we bought a beautiful trailer, towed it around for about two years. And now that we're dealing with our friends out at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, we headed out there and got the choice vehicle for us, a 24-foot Class C Jayco that'll fit in any state park. It'll fit in any campgrounds that are out there. And I've got an electric bicycle that I gave in it to take me around wherever I need to run around, go to the store, get some ice, whatever, so I have all the freedom that I want. And that's what you want when you're going out. 
Plan your experiences. Get the unit that you know will get you there and back. Plan accordingly and have an absolutely great time. But you don't need to have the biggest RV in the park. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The -the state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Further, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and we're going to Buck's Outboard right now. We're hooking up with a man himself, Lenny LaPinta. He's got a little bit of information for you. Now that COVID's getting slid out of the way and things are starting to get back to normal, guess what they're up to? Well, don't guess. We'll let Lenny tell you all about it. Good morning, Lenny. Morning, gentlemen. How are you? And we are outstanding. Well, it looks like things might be getting back on the road with uh, people getting out and going fishing, and you've got a big announcement to make. But before you do that... Tell them how long it takes to get an appointment and get your boat in if you call today. Uh, you'd be close to uh, end of April, beginning of May. You might just miss the opener of salmon fishing. You might miss out on some halibut action. Folks, it's important. Everybody wants to get outside now. you got to make your reservations, not only for camping, for hotels, for reservations at the lake. You need to make reservations to get your boat in your RVs in and get them serviced and ready to go for the season. That's for sure. You don't want to be the guy on the launch ramp broken down or the guy that can't get his boat started or turns the key and nothing's happening. And I'm sure you see all of those things on a daily basis in your shop. I see it every year. People will call and they, I need to get my boat in tomorrow. We're going camping. I haven't used it in three years. When are you going camping? This weekend. Yeah. You had three years to think about it and plan it, um, you know, and you can't help but you feel bad. But um, like you said, so many people getting out on the water these days and out on the outside. Um, it'll some some of these shops. I know last year, including us, we were getting booked out three months in advance. And that's exactly what happens. I I made a phone call to have my quad. I uh, not a side by side, just a standard quad. The brakes weren't working as good. So I said, you know, let's just go and get it serviced. It's about 10 years old. Let's get everything done to it. I called up the guy, and I had two options, both close to home. And he says, uh, yeah, that'll be like uh, after the first of the year, probably in February sometime. And I called him in before Christmas. And I go, wow, I'm going to call somebody else, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, I go, maybe I'd better take that reservation came across my mind. I took it. My thing's done. It's back. It's perfect. And I made... I took my own advice and made reservations way out, two months out on it. Folks, and with the supply chain the way it is, you want to plan even farther in advance. Yeah, you could take it in and a part might be a, a spring could be missing and it could take months to get just a spring. It's kind of crazy the way things are out there right now. Is it improving? Are you seeing any improvement in the parts availability or is it still real tough? Um, I still have some 
strange parts that have been back ordered since last February. But um, for the most part, some of the regular service parts are starting to uh, uh, be more and more readily available. Um, big motors that are still impossible to get. I do have um, uh, portables on the racks again, though, so we do have quite a few little motors finally in stock to sell. Well, that's good to hear. Well, let's let the cat out of the bag. The open house is about to return. Tell our listeners what's going on. Yeah, we decided, uh, with, looks like, you know, everybody's, uh, getting over this COVID stuff. Um, we're going to bring back the open house with the uh, fishing tackle, swap meet and seminars and a fish fry like usual. Um, you could come out and set up on the lawn, set up in the showroom, you know, bring your own table, sell your stuff. Um, Listen to some seminars. It's going to be a good time. We're doing a little twist this year. We'll get into it more as we get closer. But uh, for the people that know Amy Russell, they know she's had a hell of a year. And uh, me and Rick Teets decided, you know, she's always the first to give, you know, buy her victim. She donated, took donations. Handicapped kid to advance fishing, she helps them out. And uh, we'll get into her, her whole situation a little bit later as we get closer. But she, let's just say she's had a really rough year and – we are going to be asking for donate. We're going to have, you know, we're not telling you you have to, but, you know, if you can give, we'll have a couple, you know, tip jars by the food, by the seminars. Any, I know times are tough with the gas prices and all this, but if you could donate anything, it'll help. And we're also going to be taking donations of, like, tackle for her. Like, if you have some stuff laying around the garage you're not using, we're going to have a donation table, and all that proceeds will go to her and her family. Now, this is a uh, very dedicated fisherman. She's one, she's a sportsman. She's one of us. And uh, she and her family have had some illnesses that are just uh, really knocking them down right now. Looks like uh, things might be a little more positive for her. Her daughter came up with something, and then her mother came down with something. Um, unfortunately, her mother has got, while her daughter was in the hospital, and McKinley is an angel, okay, she's getting ready to start college, she got a virus that they call it like shingles that attacks your nerve endings, and it took up residence in her head. She lost one of her eyes, would not move with the other one. She lost hearing in one ear. She is on the road to recovery. But as she was going through that, Amy's mom was diagnosed with cancer. That's uncurable. And right now she's in the ER, and we're praying for her every day. Well, I think it's uh, very good of you to step up, for, especially for a nice local person like this. It does a lot of great things for the anglers of our area and our neck of the woods. And it's just a great event to be out there. Bucks Outboard, you can always count on them to doing something for somebody else. They're always there at Christmas with the uh, burn center and the and the hospital. And this is just another one of the big occurrences that they can take and utilize and benefit people from with the nonprofit, excuse me, not nonprofit, but by the donations that are made to help people along the way. The best part about it is you get into Bucks, you see the open house, you get to share in their camaraderie with a bunch of other fishermen because that's really all that show up in there. You're not going to talk to any water skiers, I guarantee it. And you're going to have plenty of great seminars. And one of the best things about it is you'll have plenty of great food to eat because they're out there cooking it up all day long. Hey, Lenny, you doing the tackle swap this year? Yes, sir. Yeah, like, yeah, we're going to do the tackle swap meet. And I've already had people calling. I mean, they're ready. It's been a couple of years. Uh, people are already planning. Yeah, I want to bring this. I want to bring that. Go ahead. One of my suppliers is going to set up some one-day special sales on some electronics and everything like that. It's cool. going to be big this year. We, uh, we're we hoping for a really good turnout. It's ready. We're doing it in April this year, so it's cooler weather, so it's not so hot. It's going to be a good time. April 23rd, big event, Bucks Outboards Open House. You don't want to miss it. And by the way, Lenny, belated happy birthday to you. Hey, thank you. 
All right, you have a good one, my friend, and thanks for hooking up with us today. I hope you have a very successful event. Okay, thank you, sir. All right. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not, brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Built upon a C14 Plus body for both a lightweight feel and carbon rigidity, the new Shimano VanFord Spinning Reel incorporates a Magnum Light Rotor to benefit anglers with a quick response in critical situations. The new Shimano VanFord features Shimano's Cold Forge Hagany gear, as well as Silent Drive and Micro Module Gear 2 technologies to produce power transfer like never before, while also boasting next level of rotational performance. All Shimano rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and experience eternally smooth reeling with Shimano. And joining us from Fisherman's Warehouse, Sacramento store, the man himself, the rod father, <laughs> Mr. Alan Fong, joins us live. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How you guys doing? I'm doing great. Anything going on out in the Delta you want to talk about? Yeah, it's starting to come alive. Um got got some friends down at Collinsville area and they did quite well on the stripers um last week. So they're starting to show up. Um I couldn't find any, but they friends of mine did real well out more toward Rio Vista. So they're on their way. They'll be here real quick. You know, I, I did walk- catch a lot of bass. <laughs> I walked out last night, looked up about nine o'clock, and there's this big light on in the sky out there. And I thought that's going to move some bass around. Yeah, it will. It's um, there's some big bass being caught right now. I had a customer. He went to Whiskey Town, and nine o'clock, three guys limited out, and they're fourteen to fifteen inches. So there's co- good kokanee action up there. Uh, still a lot of sturgeon biting. Um, a lot of my customers are going up to Night's Landing, and they're catching a lot of oversized fish up there. Yeah, there's a lot when of spawners. They go that far up, they're your spawners. Yeah, you know? they're spawning, and they're starting to. They're doing more than starting to make the move. They started to make the move about a month ago. Some guys were catching them up there, but it's uh, been pretty productive, and a lot of guys are doing very, very well up there. Alan, yes, Alan uh, tell them about your black bass action. Uh, the bass are... You know, I find them this time of year to get them, have better luck on high tides. And, you know, come time high tides, like someone turn on a clock, get up in them tuies, and, you know, they're all over in there right now. So they're looking. Anything in particular work best for them? Hey. Whoa. Did we lose Alan? Yeah, I think somebody, cut Alan somebody off? just hit the wrong button in the control room. He vanished in there. That was, he'll call back, though. He's, He's kind of. Trained. Pretty clever on that. They'll somehow get back to him here, I'm sure. Just when he was talking about black bass, you guys cut him off. Do you notice that? Yeah, well. It's... What the heck? You know, <laughs> see how that is around here. Without me, gosh, I don't know. All right, they got him out. Bring him up for me, Chris. All right, you're back, Alan. You there? <laughs> yeah, but I almost went back to sleep. Yeah, but we didn't set the hook I was worried good. about that for a minute. We didn't set the <laughs> hook, and you spit it on us. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> All right, go ahead and yeah. tell us about those black bass action. Now they're moving up shallow, you know, on the higher waters. I'm finding them, you know, in less than a foot of water. So they're up there feeding and they're getting ready. Um, I'm sure this full moon there'll be some big fish spawning already. So yeah. it's time to get down there if you, you want to catch some big bass. Well, it, that moon is so full and so bright last night. It's gonna, It'll be a full moon for about three days. I think it's definitely going to light things up. It'll get the... 
striped bass action going. It'll get the black bass action going. It'll get it popping all over. What are you hearing from the customers across the counter? What are they coming in and buying? Um, you know, the trout fishing's still very good, and uh, a lot of guys are starting to load up on kokanee stuff. Um, actually, I got a friend of mine, John, out in Liberty right now, and he's texting me all kinds of pictures of stripers. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens uh, to me. I come in here in the morning and it's like, <laughs> oh, geez, I didn't know he was out catching nine sturgeon yesterday or catching 20 yeah. stripers over 10 pounds yesterday. Yeah, so pretty much the way the weather's happening, you know, next week's supposed to get in the 80s. I think whatever you want to go catch, just go do it. Yeah, I, I think after this rain that hits us, it's going to be a nice little fresh yet. Fish are going to wonder what the hell's going on. And with yep. two two weeks of decent weather after that, with a chance maybe of rain in about a week from now, uh, things are going to be yep. they, things are getting back to normal. You're going to start seeing this big swing change, the spring change. Yep. Well, this rain, you know, it's a lot warmer, so you know it's kind of like a switch. Yep, fish is going to go nuts. Fifty six degrees when I got up this morning in Vacaville, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know that's pretty darn warm for this time of year, no doubt about it. And they're still catching salmon at Berryessa, but you got to troll deep. Yeah, I got a note from Bob Smalley. He had a buddy that caught a couple of them. They're they're hanging down there deep, sixty to eighty feet deep down there, and I'm sure <laughs> that that those fish are going to be hitting here pretty soon. But the problem is they're going to be spawning pretty soon, and you know what that means? <laughs> they're not going to be yeah. around long after that. There'll be a lot of small ones, but those big ones look like they might be a little mysteriously. Uh, cruising the lake and not uh, showing up like they did in big numbers near the surface this year. Yep, and, we'll see. And we had some good wind blowing. I mean, there was some great north winds blowing through Vacaville, and that's my read for Berryessa. When it's blowing there, it's turning over. And that lake isn't going to turn this year. It's just going to methodically nope, I don't just, think so. This is a big flop turnover this time, no doubt about it. Yeah, it's a weird, weird, weird year, but things happen for a reason. So, you know, good things down the future. That's the plan. Well, Alan, we thank you very much for your updates on it. And folks, you can always count on all Fisherman's right. Warehouse stores. They've got it all in Fairfield, Manteca, and right there in Sacramento where Alan runs the show. Take care, my friend, and thanks for hooking up all with right. us. All right. Take yep. care. He's having some fun. Let's hurry right into our next interview because I know this man is going to be full of it. Let's take a quick break and we get to him. <laughs> We're going to be talking to Mike Ogney with great information on water, 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 and salmon right after this. If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater rods and reels to offshore tackle to conquer even the hardest fighting game fish, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. 
Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's killer fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to Excellence Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust Four stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916 428 3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny Lapita here for Buck Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Larange Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our salt Water Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Do you always clear your throat right before you come on the air? I do. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael, uh, I haven't said anything about the fixed date yet on salmon. I'm going to leave that to you. But uh, I was hoping you'd have the fixed date on when all the water's being shipped to California. Well, there's, yeah, there's, you know, with this uh, current drought, there's only so much water to, to go around and the... Um, and the farm lobby, we're always fighting them. There's such a, a large, powerful voice over over fishermen, and uh, they have the governor's ear more than us. But in a nutshell, what we don't want this year, we're really concerned about the fall run fish. We lost, we've already lost spring run that have, are in Butte Creek now. We, we're going to be losing. We lost 95% of the winter run last year, which are our most endangered run. But the fall run is our bread and butter, and we're trying to push for the governor to maintain enough cold water pool behind the dams that when these fish return in the fall, that there's water for the fish. And I, you know, 
farmers use water. Fish just live in it. They don't. They don't physically use it. It passes on through, and it, it's it's good for the environment and it works its way down through the, through the uh, the entire system. But what we're really pushing for is that cold water pool, so that you know, if this last October rains had not happened, we would have lost most of the wild fish. We had already up to that point had lost about 90% of them, and it dropped it down to about 50% due to those colder October rains coming in early and getting those those rivers up in just the, the nick of time. But we can't count on a um, an October miracle this coming fall, so we need to maintain cold water pool behind the dams to be sure that our main iconic run, our fall run, our, our last healthy wild fish, that, there, that there's water form of the proper temperature and i know a lot of people roll their eyes they don't want to hear it but we gotta fight for every every dang fish out there now that said the state is trucking 100 percent of the fish from the state hatcheries down to the bay this year that's going to be good news we got some really good ocean conditions offshore we got cold water temp i was down in san francisco bay just a, a week ago there's a lot of plankton happening down there. There's been some big herring spawns. Herring babies, herring eggs spawn like in 11 days. And those little tiny babies become salmon food really quickly as these fish are, are getting trucked down and re- released out. So the fish are going to see favorable conditions um, for these fish that, that are being trucked. And then conditions offshore look really good. Merlin was out on a combo uh uh, uh, crab and uh, sand dab uh, trip this uh, this past weekend and uh, found really great conditions out in 40 fathoms. Uh, they were they were sand dab fishing. There was also a lot of whales and anchovies and bird life and brown water and it just looked very very fishy. And that's what we exactly what we want to hear. We've seen some uh, northwest winds. We got favorable water temp, so we got good ocean conditions. I think we're gonna have a chance at a really good opener. It's just a matter of getting dialed in on, on the fish and finding where they're, uh, where they're living. But conditions are good. And uh, what, the, what they're forecasting, what the alternatives are for the upcoming season is we are going to open on April 2nd with a 24-inch size limit. We're going to fish into mid-May on that 24-inch size limit. That's going to drop to 20 inches. So we're going to fish. April and May, we're going to be off the water in June, reopen in, in July, and go through at least October. And conditions look great. It looks like it's going to be a good salmon season. But with this drought, we're fishing on hatchery fish, and we still need people to remain engaged in the environmental processes and fight for every salmon that is out there and assist us with the, uh, the Golden State Salmon Association we're at the forefront of these uh, fights. We're in Sacramento. We're talking to Congress and our senators, and we're trying to make positive changes. And, and we are. We've made some great changes, but there's always more to it, do. Well, the bottom line right now is proper allocation of water. Of course, being fishermen and very proud of the fisheries that California has had with the Alaska-style fishing right here in the Sacramento Valley, I can't believe that they're turning their back on salmon as much as they have, just not demanding that the federal government get us the water that we need to keep these uh, fish healthy. 
losing the entire winter run that was all not the entire winter most of the winter run and all of the fry because of warm water temperatures certainly was another setback because they are already an endangered species and then the federal government's warm water wipes out what was there in the system now yeah, we some, can't we can't do this in. we can't do this much longer they they were telling us years ago, five, ten years ago, how important it is to have wild strains and how they're going to identify wild strains. And we're just going to we're going to eliminate the hatchery stuff and we're going to have wild strains taking over. Well, now it's like, Katie, bar the door, get the hatchery going, throw fish in the water as fast as we can. Doesn't matter if they spawn or return. And that's kind of scary. It is. And uh, Newsom is, you know, it's this is all being very green greenwashed. But we can't be releasing water in the middle of summer to feed trees down in the desert when we're not even keeping enough water in the river to keep the baby salmon alive. And, and they're just, telling you at home, nine. and they're telling you at home, you're even going to get less water this year. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty skinny, folks, and uh, we need your help. You need to notify your governor, your senators, your assemblymen, whatever it takes, and tell them the way you feel about it and what you'd like to see done. And one of the other things you can do is support the big Golden State Salmon Association Santa Rosa dinner. Mike, real quick, give them the date and the info. It's coming up on uh, on uh, June 3rd. We still have about 150 tickets. We're definitely going to be selling out on this event, but it's a lot of fun. You'll meet all your fishing buddies up there, particularly if you're a North Bay or San Francisco Bay fisherman. But come on down, and we – we hold several events each year, but all of that money, we don't have any. We, we have three paid employees, and we have done so much to turn this fishery around, but we are, we fight every single day, and we, and we need people's support to, to do that. And I say that as one of the chairman of, of the board. I've been on the board for almost 13 years now and uh, very proud of what this organization has accomplished, but we can't do it without angler support. Thank you, Michael. We appreciate you sharing the information, and congratulations. At least we've got a salmon season out in the salt, and hopefully it'll be in the fresh, too. Once Come on down in a couple of weeks. You got it, my friend. Thank you much for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com and the Golden State Salmon Association. You know how it works. i got to get out of here for a few minutes. When we come back, we've got a whole other hour coming your way. Kicked off in just a second with Captain James Metzel of Tight Lines Guide Service. Searching the Delta for striped bass this morning. I'll bet he hooks up. We'll be right back. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Olive Hill Kennels will be hosting our annual rattlesnake avoidance training Sunday, April 3rd. Dogs will work around live rattlesnakes and train to avoid them by sight, sound, and scent. This clinic could save your dog's life. Cost of the training is $110 for first-time attendees or $85 for return attendees. We recommend this training for two consecutive years to instill avoiding snakes 
into your dog's memory. Check out the link on our homepage for details at quailpoint.com or feel free to call us at 530-735-6217. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse Stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all of your angling needs. The new Shimano Stratic C300, C400, and 500 models will increase your hookup rate and are equipped with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. Be sure to check out our online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Olive Hill Kennels will be hosting our annual rattlesnake avoidance training Sunday, April 3rd. Dogs will work around live rattlesnakes and train to avoid them by sight, sound, and scent. This clinic could save your dog's life. Cost of the training is $110 for first-time attendees or $85 for return attendees. We recommend this training for two consecutive years to instill avoiding snakes into your dog's memory. Check out the link on our homepage for details at quailpoint.com or feel free to call us at 530-735-6217. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all of your angling needs. The new Shimano Stratic C300, C400, and 500 models will increase your hookup rate and are equipped with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. Be sure to check out our online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lowrance is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location.
at now. More California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and we got another hour of show just ahead for you right now. Kicking it off in just a second with Captain James Netzel with Tightline's Guide Service, chasing Delta Stripers. Then we're hooking up with Steve Carson. He's at the Spring Fishing Classic. He'll tell us all about that down in the San Diego area. God knows where he's really at, though. Gary York, the president of the California Inland Fisheries Foundation, is here talking about local fishing opportunities close to home where you don't burn a lot of gas on the way. And by the way, on the way into the studio, how much was it, Marilyn? Six forty-five a gallon for diesel. Gee, that's not bad, is it? Thanks, Joe. Travis Morgan. He'll be joining us with a information that you need to know all about. Ammo is becoming more and more available, and he's got some big numbers coming in. Dave Hurley from Western Outdoor News is going to be sharing all kinds of Northern California angling opportunities. Let's waste no time. Let's go to the Delta. Let's climb on board with Tight Lines Guide Service Captain James Netzel and find out what's been going on this last week and today with the Striper Action. Good morning, Captain. Morning there. I got to dry out a little bit. It was a little sporty coming across the bay there. Ah, did a little long run, did you? Yeah, no, it was only five minutes. It turned into five soaking wet minutes because the wind's blowing against the tide. But uh, I wanted to be able to get fishing while by the time we get on air. Well, those wake you right up, you know, as they hit you and spray across you as you're going across the darkness in the morning. Is it uh, getting, it's getting a little light out there now, isn't it? Yeah, we can finally see where we're going, which is nice. Kind of uh, comes in handy. We're going by Braille. Yeah, you don't have to just count the number of tulies you blow by on each side of the boat. You can actually uh, get to where you're going. Well, James, what's yeah. the striper fishing been like this last week? What are you hearing, and what did you do last week, and what are you expecting today? Well, it definitely turned on. You know, God flipped the switch, and uh, stripers aren't here in huge numbers. They were Wednesday. It was a darn good day Wednesday. Thursday was slower than Friday. Uh, yesterday we got eight keepers. We not, not a whole, you know, like I told in my post, it wasn't a spectacular day. But you know, when you're when you're the average size keeper that we were having was five or six pounds, uh, that's pretty good, pretty good limit. Oh, absolutely, no doubt about that. But you know, the action is really just getting going for stripers as this full moon starts popping out right now. You're going to see a lot of the young males and everybody starting to move upstream. Maybe some of the small females. The last ones to move up are the big females as everything gets really rolling into the spawn this year. But uh, you're just really at the beginning of all this action, although some fish are scooting up to the rivers, I'm sure, right now. Yeah, that's the way it is. You know, we we caught a couple females yesterday, and when we opened them up, their egg sacs were tiny. I mean, they're, they're still yellow. I mean, that, that, we're, we're two months away from those fish being ready. I think it's going to run late this year. But what it is going to happen... April and May is just going to be on fire because usually we got three to four months of it. Steady action, but you know, it's all going to be punched into two, weeks, you know, two months. It's going to be good. Well, James, what's your technique today? It sounds to me like you're absolutely trolling in the wind and slosh out there this morning. Yeah, we're trolling in uh, shallow, shallow, uh, shallow right now. Uh, I'm trying to stay out right at eight or nine feet of water. When I get off the phone, we'll be at six and a half, seven feet of water, but a little bit too sporty being on the boat, not having 100% attention on the rods. Yeah, I understand. Believe me. Well, what's your best offering? What are you putting out there? Are you setting it up, or what are you doing to get the uh, fish to attract it? Definitely no scent. Uh, I, I don't like scents on my lures because I got to hold on to the lures, and then I get hooks in the fingers. So we don't ever put scents on our lures. It's all a reactionary bite anyways. Uh, we got Alco Tide right now. 
uh, high tides, which isn't the best for shallow diving because you get in the weed beds. But uh, there's not a whole lot of weed beds where I'm fishing, so uh, it should should be okay. Yesterday was pretty good over here in the morning. Well, obviously, it's uh, going to get good and going to get better, and the fish are going to get bigger and bigger as the season grinds on. When are you going to be yeah. making your move and getting away from the Delta and getting back up into your lakes? I saw that Boca and Stampede are both accessible right now. Yeah, well, they they got a lot of snow around them, uh, snow on the ramp. But uh, I won't go up there till June. It, I, I'm going to have fun down here with these bigger fish. Uh, it's got to warm up up there first because I don't have no heater or no cover on my boat, and I'm freezing my butt off. <laughs> That's great. That'll get more customers on there. You can start that campfire in the middle of the boat, though, because it's so big. Exactly, yeah. Find a spot of metal on my boat with a propane heater, I guess. Hey, James, yeah. what area of the Delta are you working? I'm not going to say exactly where you're at, but uh, what area are you working? Right now I'm at West Bank. You know, I, I, I'll tell you, I'm still out of West Bank because uh, this is where 90% of the people fish anyway, so we're only going to fish over here for the first couple hours. And when it starts getting too busy, we're going to go uh, move around looking for, for some fish. Now, fish are not everywhere like they, they normally are. Uh, there's little pods of fish. When you find a pod of fish, you just got to stay on it and make the best of it. Well, that's a great tip for guys that are going out there. Uh, shoreline anglers, you know what to do. You're pretty well fixed, and you got to wait for the fish to come by. But James is waiting for the key tide areas in there. What time's your best tides today? Uh, yesterday, actually last week, it was at the uh, bottom of the outgo to the first hour of the incoming, which is six hours away. So, uh, we got to wait a little bit, but it doesn't mean we're not going to catch a bunch of fish before that. Yeah, and then it'll be wide open for a short spell as everything gets rolling. Well, folks, it's on. The Delta Striper run is really starting up. The guys are catching fish. We're getting big fish in the shallows back in some of the coves. It's They're all laying in there, stoking up on food, getting ready to make the spawn move this year. Don't miss out on the opportunity. Make a reservation. Get out there on it because if you want to do it, you heard it's going to be good for a couple of months maybe three or four months, now's your good opportunity to get out on the water and get into some fun action. Give them all the hookup info they need. Hey, reach me toll-free at 888-975-0990. Website is www.fishtightlines.com. If you want a weekend date, I don't have any weekends available until May. So i got plenty of weekdays available, but if you if you can only fish on a Saturday, uh, you better start calling because uh, – these, these dates fill up quick on the weekends. They sure do. Everybody wants to get out. Everybody wants to get in on the bite. Everybody wants to get in on the action and the great tasting meat off of Striped Bass. James, thanks for hooking up with us today. If you get into some quick action, give us a shout back. Let us know what's going on out there. Will do. Thank you, Seth. Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service having a great day on the water. Mr. Brown, did I win this week? Yep. I did? Nope. Nope. Hey, it's time to get out and start enjoying the shooting sports again. And on Saturday, April the 24th, our friends at Gun Owners of California is ha- are having their annual Great Guns Giveaway Sporting Clay Shoot and Barbecue. There's gun prizes, raffles, games. It's all taking place at Comanche Hills Hunting Preserve in Ione. So uh, you want to get signed up or uh, sign up a team of uh, shooters, just give them a call at Gun Owners of California, 916-984-1400. So, uh, still a few of those 52 guns in 52 weeks. Raffle tickets left too. Uh, you can, uh, you can pick up your ticket and be, uh, entered into next week's drawing. You did not win, Sep. Winner number 12 of the 2021 Gun Owners of California 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle. Lucky number 286. 
And if you're digging through your tickets and you're Doug Brodus from Anaheim, uh, congratulations, Doug. And your radio has a real long Southern reach. Southern California there you go. listeners. Savage Avis Combo Bolt Action Rifle in 308 Winchester. And they're going to be giving you a call and making you make a long trip to come and do all the proper paperwork on that uh, on that new gun. So make sure that you're supporting gun owners in California in their 47th year of fighting for your gun rights. Well, we've got another little uh, surprise here. Gun owners of California has also got their Sacramento crab feed and tri-tip dinner all set up to go. It's Citrus Heights, right? Citrus Heights yeah. Community Center, not too far from home there, Mr. Brown. Yeah, we could walk home. Friday, May 6th. I can park the corporate RV in the parking there lot. There you go. Friday, May 6th, you can join GOC. You can purchase tickets online at gunownersca.com. So check it out and be there. We'll be there probably, and Marilyn will be the one with a pile of crab bone in front of her. <laughs> or shell or whatever. Whatever the they call, call that it. Thing. We better take a quick break right now. When we come back, Mr. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, will be hooking up with us eventually. I think that used to be James Smith's stage name. Was it? I think. <laughs> Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout kokanee or landlocked salmon or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fish. Avoid the hassle. Go with Tidelines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. There's a feeling you get when you're fishing. A rush of anticipation and adrenaline. It's all about your presentation and that tug at the end of the line. Tournament and recreational anglers need strong, sharp, and reliable hooks because every bite counts. You'll land more and bigger fish. Fish like a pro with Owner Hooks. Owner Hooks, available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Fairfield, Sacramento, and Manteca, or their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Check out the full line at OwnerHooks.com. Owner, simply the best hook on the market. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fishermen and beginner alike, and all products are fishermen tested and fish approved. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. 
Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury Outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury Outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury Outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us live this morning is the man himself, the director of Penn Fishing University's, our own Steve Carson, Mr. Senior Tuna. He's sharing information with our listeners. Good morning, Tuna. Good morning, Seth. I just read a thing that says that you are one of the nation's top saltwater fishermen and are going to be doing a big presentation this weekend. Well, yeah, if you're in Rancho Cucamonga, California... And uh, for those unfamiliar with uh, the map of the state, it's essentially where the 10 and the 15 uh, highways come together. It's kind of East Riverside at the base of the mountains. It's very, very scenic and, and really built up because, of course, property anywhere near the beach is totally unaffordable. So, uh, it, you know, it's a really cool neighborhood, and I'm at the Bass Pro Shop. Hey, Rancho uh, Cucamonga, Rancho Cucamonga is just south of San Francisco, right? Uh, no. Negative ghost <laughs> Yeah, well, it is south of it. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're correct. It is south of it. Way south. A long way down. Well, what are you doing today at this big event t- taking place at the Bass Pro Shops down there? Well, I get to, I get to exercise my, my retail muscles and, uh, they, they very kindly let me actually work back in the fishing department. Uh, free of charge, I might add. Oh, so I'm nice. not sure, quite sure how that works. But yeah, I'm back in the fishing department, help just helping people, talking to people. And then at 11 o'clock, both today and tomorrow, uh, in front of, uh, no, excuse me, uh, I can't read my own notes. At one o'clock, <laughs> one o'clock, I'll be in front of the, the very popular, you know, the big uh, bass tank that every bass pro shop has and doing a seminar on bluefin tuna fishing. No, I can just so imagine. There'll be bass. There'll be there'll be those funny green bass swimming around behind me. I will be talking about bluefin tuna. I think it'd be cool if you had about a four hundred pound bluefin in there. That <laughs> would be, and you know there there are a couple of aquariums uh, in the world that that can hold bluefin, but they need to be a lot bigger. There actually is. There, there are some really wonders cool of wildlife in Monterey. Yeah, wonders of wildlife has uh, has bluefin in it. Uh, the back in Springfield. It's absolutely amazing what they've done with some of those aquariums yeah. and things out there. Well, Steve, what's going on with what's going on with the bite? Is this a lull in the action? If Southern California ever had a lull in the action, does it happen down there? Is this just a great opportunity for getting people before the season's really getting the gear? Well, while we what literally while we were on the air last week, um the boats finally, you know, kind of got done with their or a couple of them did. 
uh, with their annual maintenance, and they fished a lot last year, so there was a lot of maintenance to do. Any boat owner will will be uh, totally aware of that. Uh, a couple of the boats went out last Saturday, and uh, a couple of them just kind of caught rockfish and lingcod. You know, nothing too uh, too much out of the norm. And but one boat kind of kind of took a wild hair and and went to a different area, caught about a hundred yellowtail and one bluefin tuna. 150 pounds, and it was actually a friend of mine who caught that 150-pound bluefin tuna on a Penn Fathom 32-speed reel that he won on one of my Penn Fishing University trips two years ago. Nice. So so I, I guess, you know, uh, his luck was continuing. He's a pretty lucky guy. He's a very skilled fisherman and lucky. And and that, that combination is pretty hard to beat. And uh, so, so then... Uh, only one other boat went to that area on Sunday last weekend, and they didn't do nearly as well. They caught a bunch of yellowtail, no tuna. And, of course, during the week, there just was not really enough interest to get out there. So, But a, a few more boats got done with their maintenance today, and they're going to be chasing them around, hopefully doing well. But I, I pretty much check everybody's schedule, and they're all swearing that they're going to be done with their all their annual maintenance, all the boats. By April 1st. So with luck, um, there'll be, you know, maybe maybe some decent catches made again today and, and tomorrow over the weekend. I'm not sure any of the boats are going to be able to get out uh, midweek. But uh, the fish proved that they're there. And when you're talking about a huge area like, like they cover, you know, a couple of hundred miles around where the tuna could be, the fact that one boat found any of them was, you know, I don't know, again, not, not pure luck, but... Uh, uh, took a lot of work and preparation, and and as more boats are able to go out there and zero in on the different local conditions, the currents, the temperatures, et cetera, where the schools of bait are, uh, you're going to see the uh, you're going to see the catches increase. Nope. Not to mention catching a hundred yellowtail, even even with luck involved, uh, this early in March was also just a great great sign for uh, the coming season. Well, it seems to me it never stops down there. You guys have perfect conditions, not only for living, but for your fishing <laughs> areas too. I, I got a nephew who went down there and ain't coming back. He just absolutely loves the San Diego area and the weather and everything down there. Probably all the blondes too, come to think of it. Well, well, yeah, yeah. If you're, uh, I freely admit I'm a weather wimp. Okay. Sure. I mean, that's just the truth of it. Um, <laughs> Steve, the older the, the older you get, the more of a weather wimp you become. By the way, oh yeah, no doubt about it. And um, and yeah, and I'm fortunate enough I get to live pretty close to the beach. I don't get to live at the beach because that's where all the the, the, the movie stars and the rock stars are. But I'm near enough to it that that, that I can get there in in under five minutes. And um, uh, the the landing in San Diego is absolutely. There, there is no other facility like it. It's the world's largest sport fishing landing. And if you happen to go down there in the off season and all the boats are in their slips, it's, it's, it's truly a sight to see. You're like, are you kidding me? All these boats go out. And, uh, of course, if you go out in the, in the, during the season, all you see is a bunch of empty slips. And you're like, what? Um, but It, it, uh, it, makes, it, it, it makes Fisherman's Wharf look like a minnow bucket is what it does. Folks. Oh, well, and the size of the boats, because again, I mean, it's, it sounds scary until you see the boats. It's pretty typical for the tuna, even when they're close, 
to be, you know, 20, 30 miles out and certainly not at all unusual for them to be 100 miles out. And they just say, um, okay, we're going, get in the boat. <laughs> and uh, the boats are set up for it. You know, they've got, they've, you know, the, the, the more local boats have bunk rooms. The longer range boats, you literally have state rooms. And, um, you know, the food is, we've talked about the food. I'm a little worried about you if you ever go on one of those boats, just because of, uh, just because the food, there's so much of it and it's so good. You have to basically train yourself not to do what your mom taught you, which is, of course, clean your plate. No, thanks. Um, I, 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 I learned my lesson about eating huge meals on a boat. Eat little bits at a time, folks. You'll feel much better in the long run. Yeah, yeah. And um, again, now, whether the, whether we're going to have another record-breaking season and whether the California state record for bluefin tuna will fall again, and to remind everybody, last year there was a 412-pounder caught that is not the state record because six different people had to fight the fish to get it in the boat. So that's not the record. But because that, that, that catch was well publicized, a guy that did legitimately catch a 392-pounder, uh, this was actually, you know, the power of social media. Funny how that works. A guy was lamenting that he had just caught this unbelievable fish, and it wasn't the state record because of that 412-pounder. He caught a 392-pounder. And I had, and I literally had to tell him, I'm like, uh, hey, bud, you better do the paperwork and yeah. get that get that scale certified because the 412 didn't count. Well, so it's, that's how big that they've been. And will they be bigger this year? Maybe they will. Some of them will be. That's just the way it works. When fishing never stops and the bait's always around, fish keep on growing. Steve Carson, senior tuna, one of the top saltwater fishermen in the nation, folks. Thank you for hooking up with us, Steve. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend at your spring fishing classic at Bass Pro in Rancho Cucamonga. Have a great one, my friend. Thanks, Seth. Steve Carson, he's a great guy having a great time down there, he, and he loves saltwater fishing. Can you tell? Can you tell? Well, my next guest live in the studio with me is Gary Irk, the president of the California Inland Fisheries Foundation. Thanks for showing up here, Gary. We appreciate it. I love it in the studio, man. Don't you just love the amount of money you get to pay for gas nowadays? Six forty-five as we drove past the one down here at the... Discovery Park. Yeah, I, I'm a gasser, so I don't hit the diesel prices like you do, but it's ridiculous. And it makes anglers really think what lake they want to hit because you just don't want to go out there and have a day floating around the boat. There's got to be a reason. And if you're just looking for meat, it's cheaper at Albertsons. Oh, so. got that right. <laughs> you know, it, it takes me back to the years 20 years ago, 25 years ago when we first met. You know, I was talking about, hey, you ought to go up here, you ought to go up there. And I'm thinking, he's got two kids. Um, I bet things are a little tight over there. Hey, you ought to come up here. And Gary's like, hey, it cost me $80 for gas. It cost me this for this. And I'm thinking, damn, I didn't know fishing trips were that expensive. But when you're on a budget, like most people in the world or in our state are on a budget right now, it's having a big impact on you. Fishing can be a very beneficial thing for you. You can make a lot of money. You can make a lot of food from very little money. But I'll tell you what, folks, if you don't get out and enjoy it, you're not going to have a shot at anything. You've got to figure out a way. Short traffic, short travel, and use your electric trolling motor is probably the most economical way to do it. Absolutely. Right now, uh, 
you find those lakes that are close by because you're, you're you're dropping a seven dollar bill every twelve miles the way I what do you, what do you want to fish for exactly so is Barry's it, not going to go across the valley hit Lake Berryessa but living near Placerville I'm within fifty minutes of Comanche Hardy Union Valley a little bit longer Malonis you got Amador Folsom Lake although Folsom's a little tough fishing right now but if you stick close and you troll with your electric. Your, your gas costs are going to be minimized, and you'll enjoy your day and not worry so much about that gas budget. Yeah, it's it's a nice close-to-home trip. Many of us have these locations. The Bay Area is loaded with lakes like San Pablo Reservoir, Contra Loma Reservoir, Vaqueras, Los, Los Vaqueras, and many others, all very close to home that offer great opportunities. And if you just want to get outdoors and get into the fun, get out there and do it. Absolutely. It's the 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 opportunity to fish isn't necessarily to get to fish on the ice. It's to be out there with your buddies or just out there on a day to get you away from the rest of the world. Some of the best times have been no fish. You know, I I, I we don't go there looking for no fish. But I can honestly tell you, when I come home and it hasn't been a great day with fish on ice, I've always had a great day with buddies in the boat, and that's what the, the trip is about. Yeah, buddies in the boat. I remember traveling down Eagle Lake one day and pouring rain, smoking a cigar with Marilyn and I just grinning ear to ear, looking at each other going, this is cool. Yeah, Gary Pilkey and I used to get out at Lake Party on opening day, and we would blast up the canyon. It was, you know, it's, it felt like negative five-degree wind chill factor, and we were chasing planter trout. We don't do that anymore because we're a little older and we're weather wimps now. Yes. <laughs> but there was a day when we do that, February 12th, freezing our butts off up the up the river canyon, and we had a ball. It's and, not two miles wide. It's, I mean, it's, it's a, really? Really? It, really? It's, it's two miles up that river. Yeah, you but, were going 40 mile an hour with a windshield. And he's doing 70 without one. You kids need to come out. And I'm not sure if he's bragging really or complaining. But you kids it, need to but, come experience what that really feels like. I think we've experienced you enough let a, to know what you, we don't want to do. That's why we're trout fishermen. You let a 250 Mercury eat for about 30 miles and see how you feel in no, the no, rain. No. 30 miles. I asked you this question the other day. What does a Merc burn, a 250 Merc burn flat out? For an hour. About 16 gallons, yeah. but I'm going to be 70 miles up the lake. 16 gallons times seven. I got my, my, my I'm going to be got a 70 miles up the lake. Hamilton, you know, engine driving a Hamilton jet. I can't hit your speeds because I'm driving a <laughs> lot of metal up that river canyon, but I'll tell you what, it's burning as much fuel possibly as what you're burning. When you hit these destinations, Gary, for any of these kind of highly planted, close to home lakes, what's the go-to baits? You know, right now you have to you have to look at what your tactic's going to be. Are you going to fast troll? Or are you going to slow troll? If it's fast troll, it's going to be spoons, speedy shiners, rapalas. If you're going to slow troll, you're moving into grubs, night crawlers, uh, other type of slower presentation, hoochies, that type of stuff. I'm a slow troller. Don't do the fast trolling, which is nice because uh, my electric trolling motor can hit me in the 1.6 to 1.8 range for slow trolling. If I wanted to fast troll, I'd have to hit the 15 horse kicker, which isn't going to consume a lot of gas, but in an era of $8 gas or whatever, you know, every little bit's going to keep you on the water a little bit longer. That's a fact. Well, I noticed you brought along a little package right there, and it doesn't say uh, Berkeley Power Bait on it. That uh, Everybody used grubs for a long time, and they still are. And Berkeley had great sense. But then when Gulp came out, it's yeah. like 40,000 times stronger. That's what yeah. you're hauling around you with know, you nowadays. I'm huh? a fan of Berkeley Power Grips, and when we're trolling... 
we're we're trolling those for sure, various colors. And whites are working really good at Comanche right now, some version of white. But found these gulp-pinched nightcrawlers, which I'm going to throw this across the table so the people on the radio can see. <laughs> and and it, it that looks like a, oh, damn. a nightcrawler. It is literally a two-inch long pinch nightcrawler with the, the gulp. Uh, scent embedded in it, and that actually outfits the real crawler. And it's got fluid in, in here keeping the scent in there. Exactly. These, that's about the most realistic night crawler I've ever seen. How about uh, you, Mr. Brown? Pure Fishing produces it. You can get it at your local tackle store, and uh, the trips to Comanche this year was the first year I actually pulled those off the shelf and gave it a shot. And how's, the, how's the longevity? You know, a night crawler lasts maybe a fish, maybe the, two if you're lucky. I We probably burned through about six hits through it, and it, it, it back at it went, you can recycle them. <laughs> I put them back in the juice and use them on the next trip. This is the two-inch pinched crawler. And I'll tell you what, by Berkeley Gulp, I'll tell you what, with the scent that I know it puts out and the look that it has, it can't miss for your favorite yeah. foothill legs. You put it on a slow-death hook and you just top-line it or even behind a dodge or whatever. It has that nice little roll action, and it was very productive for us at Lake Comanche. Well, folks, there's lots of places to go that are productive right now. One of them that you need to think about is Whiskey Town. You're hearing kokanee being caught there. There's a lot of bass being caught up there, and, and we're not supposed to say how big the bass are up there. They're monsters sometimes. So you might want to check in on that. And remember, any place there's kokanee, there's some great fishing. Comanche, Pardee, Amador, Lake Berryessa. Malonis, the Motherload Lakes are hitting really good right now. Party is slow, although there was a great report that came out of it this week. It's the first real report for a troller getting a limit of fish. Let it's going to turn on. Let this storm go through. They're all going to turn Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Look for structure. River channels do zigzag. You're going to find them. You just find that structure. They're hanging on. Start marking them, and then you duplicate it up your canyon where you're heading. Gary Erk, the president of the California Inland Fisheries Foundation. Sounds like he knows what he's doing when it comes to fishing. Thank you for joining us Thank and sharing you. with our listeners, my friend. Happy to be here. Hey, it's about time for Get a Clue. Where's Marilyn? Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, warmer weather is definitely ahead. Daylight now lasts longer and we're outside more. So, be aware. Encounters with snakes will happen. There are many scary-looking species around, but only one that's venomous. The rattlesnake. They're found everywhere, from sea level to 10,000 feet. They generally won't strike unless accidentally touched or provoked. So most bites happen on hands or feet. Be especially careful, stay on used trails, avoid tall grass, and don't put your hands where you can't see. Teach kids and dogs to respect snakes and get your dogs their shots and into avoidance classes. As a matter of fact, Quail Point um, Hunt Club has one on April the 3rd. By the way, don't grab sticks in water. Rattlers do swim. Hey, get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. 
The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter, and he freely shares tips, tricks, and top locations for action. Learn about curing row from the pros and how to properly rig for success. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, Pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard, west of Watt. 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Kent. Good morning, Seth. How you guys doing this morning? Well, with these nice sunny days out and stuff, I got to think, what can we get out and do? And I came up with a couple things. First one that hit my mind was sporting clay shooting. Everybody loves to shoot sporting clays or trap or skeet. And we got a bunch of ammo in the other day. We got two pallets of uh, trap loads in. So we got plenty of trap loads. We got uh, shotguns, of course. We got over and unders from Browning. Uh, we got over and unders from Beretta. We got over and unders from uh, Stoger. So we got a wide variety of over and unders you want to shoot, which is the traditional gun to shoot during them times. So, and then of course we got your pumps and your automatics and come and that. So come on down, check that stuff out. And like I said, sporting clays is fun. There's several courses around the around uh, California here. Uh, we got Birds Landing. Um, we got Quail Point, Rahagis, Comanche Hills, all very fine clubs. And out of come, try and shoot them. They're great. 
Second thing is target shooting. Okay, you got the indoor ranges come in, like our ranges here. You can shoot with uh, your handgun or your rifle. Come in and shoot at 25 yards, play, have a little fun. You want to get a little more distance, go out to YOLO or up to SAC, yeah, shoot out to 100 yards and get a little good practice in for deer hunting. You know, and those of you getting into that precision hunting is another deal, uh, not precision hunting, I'm sorry, uh, precision shooting, you can get your guns out, and the 308 ammo, and that is fairly easy to come by these days, 6.5 is a little harder, then you get into hunting calibers, which are almost impossible to get a hold of, but some of it is out there, get out there, take advantage of the nice summer days, nice sunny days, and shoot, and see what you got coming, and what you can get done, Carry your wife, your kids out, and make a day of it. Picnic lunch, you know, make sure you keep some drinks with you and keep hydrated while you're out on the range. Okay? You guys have a great time. Enjoy the shooting and stop by the store. We'll see you soon. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at GunsFishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and we're going live to Tight Lines Guide Service out in the Delta with James Netzel right now. What's going on, James? Hey, make sure you watch your, your graph. When we were coming in, uh, I, we were going to go troll shallow, but I saw on my graph they were deep. But uh, So I was talking on the radio, couldn't change over. We changed over, and now we got four in the box, uh, four good ones, you know, 20, 24 inches. Uh, black and silver with a black tail. With this overcast weather, black tails are going to be hot today. You're talking so about a black wor- black worm hanging off as your tail? Yeah, Mark Wilson says white and yellow is all you need, but uh, I say you need, you know, we, we got one on red tail too. Well, what, so I like doing anything different. Whatever it takes. What's the clarity of your water there right now? Uh, like Lake Tahoe. Well, very, it's, it's clean. Very clean. Obviously, uh, we've got it pretty clean out there in the Delta for one reason or another. You know, James, the uh, opportunities out there are all over, but you're fishing in an off time right now to the tides. This is a good uh, little boating for what might be happening later on, isn't it? Oh, man, it, today might be one of those spectacular days. You never know. These are return clients. It's actually a birthday trip, so, uh, you know, birthday packages are always good. All right, and specifically, what lure are you running out there in the colors again? Uh, the best color right now is black and silver with a black tail. Then we also got uh, the uh, rainbow trout uh, with a uh, white tail. Uh, that's That's been the hot color the last couple of days. And then also redhead with red tail. I mean, golly, it, you just got to have everything. If you've lure, seen my boxes, I got everything. Any lure will work. It doesn't matter what manufacturer. Are you pulling Rapalos or what are you pulling? Uh, I got Yozori's on right now. I like I like to run all the same, uh, just because the depths are different when you run different manufacturers. That's not a bad idea. You just got me thinking too that uh, probably wouldn't be a good idea to have a red one running with a bunch of green ones at the same time either. So you want to make sure you. Oh, well, another you, fish on. That's a good fish there. Well, let's stick with you then. Uh, go go and grab the rod. Yeah, black and silver with a black tail. And you're doing a, a relatively fast troll at about what, one eight to two and a half or more? Uh, right now I'm going against the current at three. I'm going to put you on speakerphone if you don't mind. Now feel free. I want to hear what's going on. I want to hear your customer smiling too. 
Yeah, hey, no cussing, guys, okay? We lose a fish. <laughs> yeah, Chris, you might want to keep your finger near that dump button in case they lose one. Uh, he, he, ran, he ran pretty good. As long as you let them run, they, uh, they uh, have more chance they're going to stay out. Try to get out of the wind a little bit, James. There you go. Oh. Now you sound good. You must be good. I'm still here. You kind of cut in and out a little bit. They're working him under the boat, it sounds like, right now. I heard he's still on there. Yeah, we got him. He's not yet. He's just tangled up with another line. But I always like to leave my other lines out there because a lot of times a fish will hit hit your other line where it's just sitting out there barely working. Hey, when they see that fish fighting around, they think there's something going on. They think it's a free meal. Two or three others might come moving in. Hey, and it's happened more than once that I got three fish in the net uh, <laughs> when I I'd only when I only caught one. Oh my God, we got that. We got we got a good, but I got a. I'm sorry, Seth. I got to let you go because we got three lines on this guy. Before you leave, how big is he? Oh, 22 inches. Not huge, but uh, just got one hook in the head, one one hook in the mouth. So Hand, handle it, my friend, and thanks for checking in with us. We appreciate it very much. Take care of your clients. All right. That's the main thing. James Denzel with tight lines. Obviously a great bite going on with stripers out there. That's his fifth fish this morning after he switched to a little bit deeper going for him down 12 to 18. Well, let's share that information with our next guest. The editor of Western Outdoor News joins us right now. Mr. Dave Hurley hooks up with us. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Seth. Good morning, Gary. Hey, I'm hearing there's a decent bite going on out in the Delta. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. I knew when I heard that he took that run this morning uh, and he got wet, I knew he went from the San Joaquin over to the Sacramento. I knew he was at the West Bank because oh, yeah. it can get pretty rough going across that one section there. Well, it gets pretty ugly, but it's a very productive stretch of water along there, and guys are going back and forth on that west wall the whole time catching fish out there. Yeah, I think that's wonderful that uh, the stripers all of a sudden came in. You know, it's been pretty – there was a lot of question a couple of weeks ago but now it looks like uh, they're coming in in bigger numbers, so that's wonderful. I heard some good reports. Uh, like you said, Wednesday was the day that was on fire. So, yeah, that's one of my favorite places right there along the West Bank. And well, I'm, I'm sure you've seen that big full moon sitting up there that's going to bode well for fishermen. Yeah, one thing that while we're in the Delta, I don't know if you mentioned it earlier in the show, but um, unfortunately, Brandon Island State Park is going to be temporarily closing down April 1st. Yeah, they don't have a concessionaire out there right now, and they were talking about closing the ramp now. Yeah, that's They're what closing everything like. April 1st. April it's 1st, closing. it's all shutting down. God, that used to be my old one of my old haunts out there. Yeah, it's the best launch in the Delta, in my opinion, Uh but it's uh, it's just because of its location and the way it's set up. So hopefully they're going to be able to find somebody to take that job and take, and keep that, that launch open. Otherwise, that's going to be a total waste. Well, I could go over there and park a car and charge 20 bucks a launch, but uh, they'd probably catch up with me after a while. Hey, you wouldn't be able to get the gate open either. But other With than my that, hands be cuffed right. behind yeah. my back, probably. Well, hopefully they're going to get a concessionary. You know, the state, Ironically, Sep, the state's not the easiest people to deal with if Imagine you're a concessionaire. That. Imagine so. that. You would think that they'd say, well, let's just keep the ramp open at least. Yeah. Well, they don't have anybody they claim to man the booth and empty the trash cans and what have you. But uh, it is. It's a great location, like Dave said, because it's on Three Mile Slough. It's centrally and, yeah, located. Plenty of parking. Either direction. You're either in the San Joaquin or the Sacramento River. 
Um, you know, so it's a, it's just a really good location. Dave, what other opportunities are out there that we should be jumping on with both feet? Well, I thought you did a great job with Gary earlier today when you talked about um, the, the lakes he did. I know that uh, there was a limit. Joe Fish did catch a limit of uh, trout up the river arm this week at Pardee. You know, the, the one that there's a couple sleepers. Uh, I know you mentioned Whiskey Town, which really has been good. Guys are really pushing this uh, window for Kokanee. But don't sleep on Don Pedro. Don Pedro is going to be very good for Kokanee this year. Uh, Monty Smith did extremely well last week, and he's got some cooking to 14 inches already. So the things are looking pretty promising there. Well, Don Pedro can crank out some big cokes. I remember the days we used to get 18s and 19s out of there, so there's a good chance that those may reach that size too this year. Yeah, and Maloney's, I think, is going to be good too. There's a few guys going up there and starting to find some kokanee as well. I think planted trout is fairly simple to find. They're all up in the top 20 feet, which I think is interesting, even though the water temperature is like 55 degrees. Um, and there's been guys sneaking down to Shaver the last couple of weeks, too, and trying to keep it quiet. But uh, they've been kicking out kokanee to 14 inches already as well. So, I mean, this kokanee thing is very power, uh, very. So many people are so interested in it. They have their first tournament at Pardee in a couple of weeks, I think about a month. And that lake's going to get pounded with a lot of pressure. Unfortunately, those kokanee haven't been larger than 10 inches. So that's going to make for an interesting competition. But uh, for whatever reason, and I know um, whatever reason, those kokanee are not growing larger at Pardee. And it must, may, may happen to do with the fact that the water is so cold and there's less um, plankton there. Uh that makes sense to me. I've heard that explanation before. Whereas you look like lake like Berryessa, lower elevation lake, a lot more sunlight, uh, less cold water. You know, those kokanee are going to be really big this year. Remember last year, oh, yeah. 18, 21 inches? I'm ready. So, I'm ready. That hasn't happened yet. Well, I'm ready for everything except a boat, but I can. I know that will be taken care of here pretty quick. Well, Seth, if you want to catch a kokanee off the shoreline, you can go to Boca. They're catching them off the shoreline. You just can't drive to the shoreline. You have to walk down there. Yeah, wear your hip boots because it's going to be muddy. Because <laughs> people will get stuck when they go down there early. But the, the road's cleared to the dam, and apparently you can catch kokanee in the top 10, 10 feet from the shoreline. I don't know any other place you can do that. Well, they, they must be tossing some awful small lures. That's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. Bullard's Bar is another place uh, to get kokanee. They're, once again, they're not large, they're, uh, but uh, they're getting limits out of there. And that place has just been inundated with bass boats the last three weeks but since that 11.3-pound spot came out that nobody seems to be wanting to talk about. But uh, apparently everybody knows about it because uh, I know Kent probably knows about it because there's a, a ton of boats up there now looking for Yeah, the there was just some question marks. The guy's a, a legit big fish guy. It was, I think there was just some question marks on that fish, but um, I, I – I, Literally think it just flew enough under the radar that nobody really dug very deep. What was this record before that? What was the last biggest one? I, I don't know. The dang thing changes every year, Seth. Yeah, there's just so many of them up there. Yeah, and, new you know, record and world, record, world record with the spot of bass deal. There's there's so many ways that it has to be measured. And, uh, you know, it can't leave the lake. And it can't do this. And it can't do that. And it's got to be a certified scale and all those things. But, you know, if you, you can't drive it down to the local market and, and have it count you know once you weigh it it has to be you know at the lake and so yeah you're absolutely right there's been a couple of fish that could have been the world record yeah. that were yeah including a world record by clara but uh, those things uh, never got weighed so uh uh you know but bullets bar seems to be the place and once again it's all kokanee 
cocaine related. Oh yeah, no, every one of those lakes that have cocaine or you know show out this time of year. Well, we haven't talked about Shasta. I think Shasta is a, is a good opportunity. Almanor is kicking out a lot of big browns. Part, uh, pyramids moving into prime time. I mean, they've been catching fish over 20 pounds there every week. And with this storm coming in, you're going to see more fish coming in for pre-spawn. Uh, that lake has just been phenomenal since they changed over and added those uh, Pilot Peak strain in there. It is a go-to bucket list fishery for people from all over the world now are, are going to Pyramid. I think more and more people are going to be heading to Shasta, too, this year. With the addition of kokanee, king salmon, brown trout, rainbow trout, they've got everything at that lake. It's such a huge lake. There's got to be great populations in there, and the kokanee are just going to thrive, no question about it. And, of course, they're going to feed in their smaller stages many, many of the other game fish in the lake. Yeah, apparently um, that makes a, that makes a lot of sense since they put those kokanee back in there. I think they have a tournament coming up at the first bit of first part of May, so that'll give us a good indication of what's happening up there. There'll be a lot of pre-fishing. You know, that's one of these things on these lakes. These uh, whenever there's a tournament, there's a tremendous amount of pre-fishing, and it seemed like it has affected the bite the last uh, last year at least. Uh, you know, the, the people were catching fish, and then the week of the tournament with all that pressure, things kind of died down. So. That's something to keep in mind as you go to these places. Absolutely. Well, Dave, where would you be heading if you were taking off right now? You know, that Delta bite sounds pretty darn good to me. I love sitting there with that clicker on uh, when you are trolling, and then all of a sudden you just hear it blast off. That's what I, I mean, that kind of got me fired up listening to James on the on, <laughs> on the West Bank because I know that there's nothing like that when a striper bass hits that clicker. I am. I'm looking forward to this halibut, uh, halibut bite starting to take off. You know, uh, I wish that we get some live bait. It doesn't look like we might get live bait until June. You know, which is going to be interesting. That's another good option. Um, surgeon fishing still's been very, very good. You know, those fish are moving up towards Sherman Island. So those are all three things I would be interested in. Well, there you have it, folks. Everything you can do in the outdoors, and there's a ton more. There's many, many places you can get out and have a great time. And one of the ways you can do and stay on top of all the action is to get a subscription to Western Outdoor News. I always call it a prescription, though, because I need it. David, how do they get one? You got the address or the phone number or the email or the uh, website address so they can get signed up? Sure. It's real simple. You just go to wonews.com. The digital, which I think is really the best option. It comes out to your desktop on Tuesday afternoon. It's twenty four ninety nine a year. Uh, it's going to cover all of Northern California. It's going to cover all of Southern California. It's going to give you hunting information. It's going to give you a lot of how tos. Um, it's 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 a it's a great deal, I think, especially with gas prices the way they are right now. You're getting Sunday's information on Tuesday. It's going to give you the opportunity to plan your upcoming weekend. So I think that's the best deal that there is in the business right now. Well, no doubt about it, and I'm glad you touched on it. Uh, next weekend is the opener of turkey season. So you folks uh, hopefully are prepared. Your gun is patterned. You got your camo. You've checked out for a few places where these turkeys are going to roost for the night. You know where to be early the next morning, quietly, not wearing white socks, exposed. Make sure you get out and enjoy it. It can be archery. It can be shooting. One bearded per day, three per season right now. So Next week when you head out there and next time you probably buy Western Outdoor News or get a copy of it, it's probably going to have some guys with turkeys all over the cover. And, well, I guarantee that. And I got to tell you, I've been reading a book that was furnished to me by our good friend Ed Magali years ago. 
and it's the 10 steps to becoming a successful turkey hunter. I've got plenty of turkeys, but I wouldn't call myself a successful turkey hunter. He is. He's got the Grand Slam and everything else. Dave, thanks for sharing with our listeners. We appreciate it. Should be a very interesting opening day of turkey season next week. And I can't wait for the April 2nd opener of rockfish and king salmon action in the ocean. No, we can't either. Thanks a lot. You guys have a great day. Thank you, Dave. We appreciate you joining us right here on California Sportsman. Well, Mr. Brown? Well, you know, we've talked a lot about uh, gas prices, Sep, and, and obviously, we, you know, we're all aware of it. Uh, but a couple things we need to look at with our boats, man. It, put them on a diet. Go clean the boat out. Get some stuff out of them. I heard you talking about that on your show this morning. Yeah. When I empty my boat every time to do the switch with yeah. Blanton and the Gone Fishing Marine Cruise, I take everything out and I pile it in the garage and I just wait for the next boat and I pile it right back in. I walk by this stack and I think, what the hell do Why? I have all of that stuff in there? Why do I have three extra tackle boxes? <laughs> exactly. So put the boat on a diet. It's going to burn a little less fuel. Make sure that prop is, is, is clean, you know, is, is in great shape and, and because a damaged propeller burns fuel. And, uh, Boy, you know, howdy. the same thing is, you know, make an appointment, call up down there to Gone Fishing and, you know, get the boat in and, and, and get it serviced, get those motors serviced and, and make sure that they're running at their best. They're going to burn less fuel. And more importantly, Seth, ease up on the throttle a little bit. There's a big difference in fuel consumption at 4,000 RPMs and 5,500 RPMs. So. Well, I, I just really think that the key to a lot of this right now with our gas prices so high, and obviously yeah. they're going to continue to climb a little bit is to stick close to home unless you've got a destination or a big old wad of money with a rubber band around right. it in your pocket then you might want to stay a little bit closer to home so you don't have that we're impact. so fortunate where our where our broadcast goes obviously we're so fortunate except to have so many options exactly and that's why this is such a great place to be we can travel 30 seconds 30 minutes or three hours and you've got some of the greatest scenery the greatest lakes the greatest elevation changes we've got it all here. and i don't think we're going to get starbucks as a sponsor anytime soon but keep in mind you're spending about 40 bucks a gallon on starbucks i know i did that translation Com- complaining about six dollar gallon fuel to go fishing <laughs> to go fishing <laughs> to go fishing it's cheap right it's cheap so and electric trolling motors are already you're already on the green side there so you know run your electric motor for hey sure. i got just a minute here i want to share with you april 15th is Sutter Marines. Right there in Yuba City, 50th anniversary being in business. Yeah, they've been around forever. Now listen to this. It will also be Brian Tahara's retirement date and Sutter Marine's last day open. They're going to hang it up at the end of April. Big sale going on. Sutter Marine, a fixture in our world when it comes to the great boats and service that they always did out there. They were sponsors of our show. They were our personal sponsors, furnishing us with long time Johnson Avenue dealer up absolutely. there. Absolutely, just yeah. absolutely great people. Everybody has gotten old. That just seems to happen. Yeah. And they're going to shut down the business. Brian being the last one of the original owners there, taking it easy. So stop in for the next month or so. Check out the big sale items and get in there and say goodbye to Sutter Marine and our good friend Brian Tahara. Until next week, I'd like to thank you all for joining us. This is Seth. Tight lines, everybody. 
We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.